Group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. In the world of travel, things are constantly changing. There's always something to learn about the places we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations, a podcast designed for students of travel. What is going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know with all the updates happening with the show. Remember, you can find DBE on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else podcasts are available. And to add to that, You can even visit dbetravel.com and listen right from there as well. And of course, make sure to tell a friend about the show. We are all ready to plan that next trip, and I want to share a thought, something to consider. What if the next trip you take starts with a cabin? Cabin rentals are a great lodging option, and sharing the costs among your group is easy. Whether it's a trip that includes kids, parents, and grandparents, or a group of your friends, renting a cabin makes a lot of sense. Especially now, it's a great way to travel as a group without being exposed to so many people. Let's look at a few areas in the country that are regarded as great places to grab a cabin, and let's get to know these areas a little better. Eastern Tennessee is a beautiful area. If you've spent any time here, chances are you've explored Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, and Gatlinburg, three towns that sit right outside of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. There is plenty of entertainment and attractions to be found in these three cities, but just a short drive from the city centers are stunning mountains. This is an ideal place for tourists to grab cabins, and there are plenty of cabins to be found. Let's go to the Smokies to learn more about Eastern Tennessee, and you can follow along in the show notes where we review an itinerary from group experience. Day one. The first thing you're going to want to do when you arrive in the Smokies is to check out your cabin. There are a variety of cabin options throughout Eastern Tennessee. You'll find many single-family cabins, and it's not uncommon to find cabins that can sleep up to 60 or more people. Take some time, explore your cabin. Many will have pool tables, hot tubs, quaint front porches, and other neat features. Oh, and most come with a stunning view of the mountains. After you've had some time to relax at the cabin, make your way over to Pigeon Forge, an area known for its wonderful dinner shows. One of those fabulous dinner shows is Dolly Parton's Stampede, which features good times, beautiful horses, and a delicious feast. Here's Ellen Liston from the Dolly Parton Stampede Dinner Attraction to give us more info about the show. What's, what would you say for this, for Stampede is sort of the, the fabric that makes it unique? The fabric of Dolly Parton Stampede is, I think it's several things. One is that people enjoy, people enjoy competition. I think that's why families really enjoy coming to see us, whether it's, a small nuclear family, whether it's a family of friends, whether it may be three or four generations of families, or say a a church group that might kind of be like a family as they're traveling together. 
in that they love that friendly competition, but at the end, it all pulls together and it's a tribute to America. It's a very patriotic tribute. And when you add in the horses and the buffalo and the longhorns and time honored traditions that are very Americana um, with like square dancing and just riding horses and the amazing tricks that they do. It, it's kind of, uh, everybody Everybody has seen horses. A lot of folks have gone horseback riding, but the daring feats that happen with our horses and riding riders are just add that little something extra that tells you you're having an experience that's not like something you might do at home. And that's the fun of going on vacation or even just taking a two night getaway. And that's kind of what we're all about is helping people make those memories that kind of takes you away from the everyday life, but is an experience that you can relive uh, when you've gone back home. After a thrilling show, you're gonna be full, you're gonna walk away with memories, and you're gonna wanna retreat back to your cabin to get a good night's sleep to prepare for day number two. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park attracts more visitors each year than any other national park in the United States. You're definitely going to want to check it out by either booking a bus tour where a guide will talk to your group about the history and nature within the park, or you can hop in your car and explore it on your own. Driving around the park offers some breathtaking views, so make sure to bring a camera. One really cool thing you can do is hike a little bit of the Appalachian Trail. Yes, the AT cuts right through the park. Whether you're driving or hiking, make sure to always keep your eyes out for Smoky Mountain critters, and if you're lucky, you might just see a black bear. After you explore the beautiful sights in the park, make your way to the nearby town of Gatlinburg. In Gatlinburg, you'll find many unique places to visit, like the Old Smoky Distillery, the Gatlinburg Skybridge, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies, and many great restaurants. One of my favorite places to visit is Anakista, where there's magic in the mountains. Anakista is a land full of fun that sits atop a mountain. After taking a lift up, you'll find a mountain coaster, stunning gardens, zip lining, wonderful food, and great views of Gatlinburg and the surrounding Smoky Mountains. Now you're probably wondering what Anakista means. Here's my friend Caroline from Anakista to help answer that question. The word is actually Cherokee. Or a place of high ground, or a place of the balsas. One thing to consider about Anakista is it's one of the few places where you're in the mountains. Gatlinburg gives you great views of the mountains, but at Anakista, you really are in the mountains. And that's kind of the other cool thing. I at least feel like the cool thing is it's one of the few attractions that you can go to and you're legitimately in the mountains. You're not just looking at the mountains, you're in them, which is nice. Like There is no you know main city view that you're looking at. So I think that's pretty cool. Now to get to the top of Anakista, you can either take the beautiful lift up the mountain, or if you don't do well with heights, you can take a Rambler. We have two trucks. One is um, a smaller one, and then one is on like an actual Peterbilt chassis. And so they go up and down this internal road. Caroline mentioned to me that they'll do movie nights where they bring out a big projector screen and show a movie to guests. 
And another cool thing they do is bring live music to the top of the mountain. You guys bring in live music sometimes, We right? do, yeah, we absolutely do. There's, um, like if you check out our website, you can see some of the, it's a lot of local bands. Um, and so we'll bring those in for the evenings and have live music. And like I said, the video, you know, we'll do the movies at night. And... It's so cool to be up here, like crack a beer, listen to, to the band, right? and just hang out it's by the fantastic. fire. Like, you can't beat that. Make sure to explore the rest of Anakista. They have fun obstacle courses for the kids, a tree walk that literally takes you through the trees, an observation deck that lets you see for miles, and as I mentioned earlier, zip lining and a sweet mountain coaster. Day three. For day three, let's head over to Sevierville. To tell us more about this Tennessee town, here is Amanda Marr from the Sevierville Chamber of Commerce. So. Talk to me about Sevierville. Why is it a great destination for somebody to come visit? I think Sevierville is a lot of fun for people to visit, especially if, you know, if you've been to the Smoky Mountains before, but maybe not really done anything out of the ordinary, typical activities that you do um, when you come here, going to the theme parks, going to the national park. Um, But Sevierville itself offers so many hidden gems and unique things that you may not expect in a city of our size um, but you know when you consider how many millions of visitors we get a year that come to enjoy Sevierville Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg it really starts to make a lot more sense but uh, just something there's something unexpected it seems like around every corner here. Can you highlight maybe a couple of those hidden gems or nuggets in town? Absolutely you know one of my absolute favorite ones is the Tennessee Museum of Aviation It's Tennessee's official repository and archive for aviation history. So um, that right there is not something that you would typically expect in a a tourism destination like this. Um, But the thing that's so cool about the museum is that it is located on the runway at our airport here in Sevierville. We have a municipal airport. um, And a lot of the aircraft that they feature are flyable warbird aircraft. So they're still airworthy. Um, and so they'll take them on impromptu flights. Uh, two of the planes that are there all the time are um, P-57 Thunderbolts. There aren't many of those remaining in the world. And two of them live here in Sevierville. And they belong to the museum owner, Neil Melton. So he does take them flying quite a bit. So that's pretty neat to see those in the air um, over town. Uh, but they also have a Douglas A1H Sky Raider that is there. Um, that served in Vietnam. Um, they have got different just aspects of aviation history. They've, they've got a replica of the Wright Glider that their volunteers actually built, and that's hanging there. Um, they've got uh, Russian MiG on, on display. They have got um, just all sorts of really unique aircraft, and it's a, a great way for people to come and not only see uh, displays of you know, aviation history, military history, but also to see those aircraft there just feet away from them. Um, it's a pretty intimate space, so it's a great opportunity to come and, and have a history lesson. And they also have um, docents who volunteer who uh, pretty much all of them are veterans, so they're able to kind of speak from military perspective of these were the aircraft that we used or um, can kind of tell a little bit more of the background and the story behind them. So that's a pretty unique aspect about that museum. Very cool. Now, if you had to pick one place in town to recommend somebody go try to eat, 
Uh, which, which restaurant or which place would you recommend? What jumps to mind? You know, the restaurant that I would say you absolutely have to go and enjoy a meal at would be Applewood Farmhouse Restaurant um, because it's not just a restaurant. It's, you know, it's got history to it as well. It is, um, is a farmhouse that's actually 100 years old this year. It was built in 1920. It's situated on a working apple orchard um, where they really do have 4,000 trees that they really are harvesting apples from and they really are using it to make things there on property. Um, not only do you get to enjoy your meal, but then you also have an opportunity to walk around, uh, check out a lot of the other uh, bakeries, the candy store, the winery, the, all of the things that are there on the property. Um, and the thing that's cool is like, you know, at the bakery where they're, they're making the fried apple pies, there's a huge plate glass window. So you can actually stand there and watch them making those pies, filling them up with the apple butter, frying them. And um, so it's really kind of a cool um, experience just as far as actually being able to see the process that goes into all the things that they make and do there. Um, and pretty much all of the, the stores that are there from the, the ice creamery to, uh, to the winery to the bakery, um, you can watch those processes happening. And at the candy store, they make old-fashioned stick candies. You watch them roll that out. They're um, making little hard candies, little turtle candy. I mean, it's just it's a neat, neat experience. Okay, here's a noise you probably didn't expect to hear in the hills of eastern Tennessee. The Rainforest Adventures Discovery Zoo is full of birds, mammals, reptiles, all sorts of interesting creatures. And here's Bill Lucy from the zoo talking about primate species you'll find there. We've got multiple species of primates. Some of the rarest in the world is golden-handed. We've got golden-headed. We've got um, different species of lemurs. The zoo does a great job of taking care of their animals so that they are active when guests visit. I'm really impressed because I feel like all the animals or a lot of the animals on display here are like active. Like you guys do a good job. I don't know what it is, but they're very active. Yeah, it's timing of feeding. Yeah, yeah. And health, actually. Not letting them get too chubby, you know. The Rainforest Adventures Discovery Zoo is really, really great if you have kids. But no matter what your age, you'll enjoy checking it out. Do you know about the coolest place in the Smokies? Well, if you don't, it's called Pigeon Forge Snow, and it's literally the coolest place in the Smokies. At Pigeon Forge Snow, you can tube down a snow hill year-round, yes, even in the middle of July. Here's my friend Dakota from Pigeon Forge Snow to tell us more. Pigeon Forge Snow is America's first and only indoor snow tubing facility that's open year-round. So we never close our doors, we're open every day. We've always got snow on the lanes, whether it's 30 degrees outside or 100 degrees outside. Cool, and we're actually sitting out right now on like a, the second level of the place. And, and what are we looking at here? I, mean, I see a hill, I see some snow. Can you describe yeah. that a little bit? So this is our observation, uh, second level uh, observatory type thing. So what we're looking at here is our snow tubing lanes. That's 150 feet of snow. Looks like it's a little bit more. It's about 100 foot up from top to bottom and it's about three feet deep of snow. So it's all real snow, real solid frozen ice, um, no artificial chemicals or anything like that. Um, And you reach about 35 miles an hour coming down the hill and it's a thrilling ride for sure. Cool, so we're looking at the hill here, uh, kind of in front of us. 
but off to the side a little bit in, in, in that direction. I know audibly listening, you can't hear where I'm pointing, but yeah. there should, there's a snow area over that way, right? Yeah, so that's just uh, that's our snow play area. Um, so that's just a huge room packed full of snow. Um, we honestly couldn't count how much, weight-wise, how much snow is in there, but it's an excessive amount of snow, six feet deep in some points. Um, we keep that open year-round as well, and you can just go play in the snow, build a snowman, snowballs, all that stuff. After playing in the snow, it's time to get your Lumberjack on by heading over to the Lumberjack Feud show. At the Lumberjack Feud, you're seated in an outdoor arena, and you get to watch two families, the Dawsons and the McGraws, compete in various lumberjacking competitions. It's amazing to see these athletes in person as they saw, climb, and yes, even do some log rolling. Right next to the arena is the Lumberjack Village, which has a great selection of restaurants and shopping, so after the show, you might want to head that way for a bite to eat before you return to your cabin. Day four. Take a few moments to enjoy your cabin because today is checkout day. But don't worry, you'll be back because there is so much more in the Smokies that you didn't get to explore on this trip. A big DBE thank you to all the wonderful people in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, and Sevierville that made this episode happen. Make sure to visit groupexperience.com to check out the Cities in the Smokies tour where you can sign up your group to explore the beautiful Smoky Mountains. Remember, no matter where you're listening, hit that subscribe or follow button, give the show a like on social media, and tell your friends about DBE. That's all I've got. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon.